Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, Fallen into Hostile Hands. Albin was furious. He was already stressed out about the move. Moving is always a pain. Packing everything up and hoping that it all arrives in one piece. On top of all that, he did not want to also deal with theft. Albin had packed many priceless belongings into several large boxes and had sent them to his new address. But somehow, they had been misdelivered. They had been delivered to a man who was rather confused about receiving several large boxes. When Albin finally tracked down the boxes and asked for them, the man sternly refused to hand them over. Before Albin found the man, this man had opened the boxes. One look inside, and the man was instantly repulsed. Of course, Albin could not have the contents. The thought that this depravity was legal these days was thoroughly disgusting. The boxes were full of books. Albin's books, his dearest possessions. Most of them were Catholic books. Unfortunately for Albin, his treasures had been delivered by mistake to the Anglican bishop. The Anglican bishop would not permit these papist publications to be returned to their overstressed owner. Albin was frustrated beyond belief. The Anglican bishop would not listen to anything, likely disappointed that he could not have Albin thrown into prison for owning such blasphemous work. Pleading and arguing were pointless. Fortunately for Albin, he had an ace up his sleeve. After failing to make headway with the Anglican bishop, Albin decided to call in a favor. Sometime before, while abroad, Albin had been very helpful in ministering to prisoners of war. A duke, noticing his good work, profusely thanked him and told them that if Albin ever needed any help, to let him know. 
Albin wrote a letter to the Duke, and shortly after, the books were returned. The Duke's help was greatly appreciated by Albin in getting his books back from the Anglican Bishop of Norwich. These books were among his prized possessions, given his attachment to learning and research. A renowned academic, Albin later served as president of the English seminary at St. Omer in France. But he is best known for the work that bears his name, a profound and extensive collection of hagiographies describing the lives of the saints by their feast days from January to December. Entitled, The Lives of the Fathers, Martyrs, and Other Principal Saints by the Reverend Albin Butler. But more commonly known as Butler's Lives of the Saints. And for this week, that's the word. John Peter and I have to thank a previous story for this story. I remember in the afterword talking about Butler's Lives of the Saints, that famous work of hagiographies, and it led us to the question of, who is this Butler? If I recall correctly, I think it was the John Nepomucene story. Because, no, it, was, it wasn't the John Nepomucene, it was Francis Caracciolo. Butler was wrong about him, but that's partially because he didn't have access to some of the sources that we had access to now. Father Alban Butler was a priest in England, and he traveled between England and France and spent considerable time in both places during his life. He was a priest, and according to his nephew, who wrote the About the Author section, which, by the way, is the longest About the Author section I've ever seen in any book. How long is it? It's like 40 pages. He was apparently a very learned scholar and a rather holy man. Other interesting thing was that he was the rector of St. Omer which was a seminary for England, for English students. But it was located in France, because I guess that's where they founded it when things were still kind of hot in England as far as being a Catholic. I believe the seminary was eventually moved to England. And we would definitely encourage you, if you have never read Butler's Lives of the Saints, certainly there's the big, massive four-volume series, but I also think they have an abridged one-volume series it's always wonderful to read about the lives of the saints. That's something our family has done for many years around the breakfast table. And what a wonderful treasure for the church it is to have this work by Father Albin Butler. Now it's trivia time. Da, 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 da. I thought you would go... Okay, that's a good point. Last story's trivia question was, What was Maximus's role in the legend of St. Cecilia? The answer is, He was a jail guard 
when Valerian and Tiberius were thrown into prison and was converted by them. This story's trivia question is, in what years was Butler's Lives of the Saints first published? That question again, in what years was Butler's Lives of the Saints first published? If you think you know the answer, email us or contact us on social media and let us know. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, Fallen into Hostile Hands, at thunderrock.org, where you can see later editions of Butler's Lives of the Saints. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter, and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening. And join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.